this icon and it'll go down and I think me personally I honestly believe he'll go down in history as being one of the most well-received coaches most uh, might not like hold all the accolades for most winning or uh, longevity but he's 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 given us the blueprint right he's given us the blueprint I had originally uh, watched this in real time, and the full interview is actually amazing. But this interview, this interview was like worth it. Uh, I don't think Deion Sanders gets enough credit for being for being a lifeline of. And I appreciate that, just Kenny. Clap it up, baby. I appreciate that. It's Taco Tuesday. You're absolutely right. It is Taco Tuesday. Um, the thing that I, I just, he, he just doesn't get enough credit. And I covered this topic last week about what does it mean to be swag? And a lot of people really dig that. And I told myself, you know what? If, if I could find a reason to talk about HBCUs again, I would, because it is such a great thing and it's worth being acknowledged, right? So let's clap that shit. You feel me? Um, in 60 Minutes, your boy, Coach Primetime, had an interview. And he talks about a lot of things. The state of HBCUs, the state of the country, the state of Jackson, Mississippi. Um, definitely throws a lot of uh, shade and salt on uh, situations, but ultimately keeping it about what's important. The kids. His personality is flamboyant as his football talent. Deion Sanders had two nicknames during his Hall of Fame NFL career. He was Neon Deion and Primetime. But for his latest gig, Sanders high-stepped it to Mississippi. And at age 55, he's now the head football coach at Jackson State, an historically black university or HBCU. Sanders' salary of $500,000 is less than 5% of what, one state over, Alabama pays its coach Nick Saban. Yet Jackson State might be the hottest program in America, poaching talented recruits and winning games in equal measure. Powered by, yes, the style, but also the substance of the man who now calls himself Coach Prime. The story will continue in a moment. Deion Sanders had never coached in college when he agreed two years ago to try and rescue Jackson State from football irrelevance. Why are you here? I truly believe... Hey, yo, just keep it real, Jackson State was weak as fuck, though. <laughs> y'all was huffing shit. We used to run through y'all. We did not consider y'all a real football team. We did not consider y'all a real football team, so... This does really bring me happiness. Like, Jackson State, back when I played, had the only white quarterback, which was really funny. We called him the White Liger. He was actually pretty cold. But then, like, he got arrested or some shit like that. It was wild. With all my heart and soul, that God called me and collect. And Pick I had up. to accept the charges. You accepted the charges. I had to accept the charges. He's so fucking charming. But understanding when you accept those type of charges is going to cost you something. What's it cost you? A lot of sleep. But I can't say I don't love it. I love every darn minute of it. It doesn't hurt that his team is darn good. The Jackson State Tigers are blazing through their HBCU football opponents. 11-2 last season, undefeated so far this season. Now they good as fuck right now. Just do your job. 
Watch the Tigers rack up points, led by Dion Sun, quarterback Shadur Sanders, and you wonder how they'd fare against the football. They would actually get destroyed by another football team, but I'm going to say this outright. The only reason why he is coaching this team is to secure his son's pathway to the NFL. Like, what better coach than primetime to get you ready for primetime? It, it, it goes without saying. And he talks about it a little bit in the sand, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with this man doing whatever he's he he did what Lamar Ball should have done, right? Lamar Ball should have become like a coaching assistant or some AU guru, and pushed his sons that way instead of being like a talking piece on ESPN. Ball elites, the so-called power five. Which I'm okay with. Lamar Ball did it the right. It, it, he supported his kids. Anyone who supports their kids, doing something positive is fine by me. Five schools. Sanders took the job at Jackson State three months after George Floyd's murder. Timing, he says, that was no coincidence. It was relevant because it's a lot of folks sit back on the with Twitter fingers and talk about what they're going to do, and, and I wanted to go do it. Do what? Change lives. Change the perspective of, of HBCU football. Mm -hmm. Make everyone step up to the plate and do what's right by these kids. Ashley Robinson, Jackson State's athletic director, pursued rumors that Sanders might be interested in coaching and offered him a job. What's been the impact here at Jackson State since he's arrived? Coach Prime was the biggest hire in college football. I'm talking about Power Five level. He's the biggest hire in college football. All of college football. All of college football. All of college football. It's no, it's no other Deion Sanders. What's Deion Sanders worth to Jackson State? Ooh, I don't think I can put a number on it. I don't think it's enough <laughs> zeros. I mean, he's worth That's a whole lot. fucking phenomenal. The bump in attendance, buzz, and commerce is especially welcome in a city marked by poverty, deprivation. Remember, this is the same Jackson, Mississippi, where Brent Favre, uh, the governor, and the retired treasurer, I believe, the retired ex-governor, stole $5 million to build a gym volleyball for Brent Favre's daughter. The same Jackson, Mississippi. Isn't it amazing how one person brings positivity, but the other doesn't? And we still wait to see those people get held for responsible for their actions, right? Will, will, will that money ever make it to the people who need it the most? ...that can be glimpsed just on the other side of the fence from the JSU football facility. The program was depressed as well. Time was Jackson State produced four Hall of Fame NFL players, including running back Walter Payton. But when Sanders arrived, not one Jackson State player had been drafted in 12 years. What struck you about being here on this campus? The need. What kind of needs are you sensing here? You want to start in alphabetical order or in numerical? <laughs> Sanders was immediately confronted with the economic realities of HBCUs and with the social cleavages of Mississippi. What were the facilities like? <laughs> Horrible. And, and I'm sitting up there thinking, even to this day, how can a public high school in Texas look better than a, a college? Football facilities where you lived in Texas were better than this. School. Forget right. the darn football facility. The whole darn <laughs> right. school. Right. The that that shouldn't be school. right. Jackson State's old practice field was so shabby, when it rained, the Tigers had to bus to a local high school. 
Coach Prime reached out not to a wealthy booster, but to Walmart, which built Jackson State a brand new practice field. Next, he had a new locker room built. The attention Sanders has brought to HBCU football has translated into a revenue spike for his league, the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Swag. Dr. Charles McClelland is the conference commissioner. Did you expect him to have this kind of an impact on HBCUs when he came to Jackson State? I did not, and I often say this. I've been around stars before. Uh, this is the first time that I've been around a superstar, and I really did not realize what, what the do you difference. mean by that? Well, you know, a superstar can enter any room, can enter any boardroom. Talk Coach Prime for himself. is a do business, business person. For himself. Coach Prime has opened up doors for the Southwestern Athletic Conference that we could not get into. Pepsi, American Airlines, Procter & Gamble, all are new sponsors of Jackson State or the conference. Call it the Prime Effect. But for all the flash, Sanders is defiantly old school, even by football standards. What other head coach brings his own lawnmower to the practice facility? I may tell you once, hey, you know that grass needs to be cut on Thursday, okay? Now, if you don't cut it, I'm going to go do it. That's, that's you in a nutshell right I, there. I, I can't. It's unfathomable to me to understand that you don't want to do your job and you're getting compensated for. That's not the generation I came from. We don't have water, um, we don't, therefore we don't have ice. Which also unfathomable to Sanders, how the city of Jackson hasn't been able to provide clean water consistently, or sometimes any water at all. At one point, a documentary team caught him bathing out of necessity in a hotel swimming pool near the stadium. The water crisis here was a national story. Tell me specifically how that impacted your program these last few months. Forget our program, it impacted the whole darn city. And, and once again, he he backs his shit up. You saw his players helping move water and donating stuff for them. He, he has brought attention to this without making it political. He is a very classy, suave, savvy individual. And he has, a, like, man... I'd love to see him in politics, but like I think it's my infatuation for, I, of seeing him speak just so eloquently about his players. He's a man of the people. He's a player's coach. I, I would want to play for him, and I get that vibe from him. He's a player's coach. His his team would run. His team, if you told him like his team had to split the Red Sea or some shit like that, he would do that. He would split that shit. Um, basic, basically, Jackson, Mississippi's uh, water reserve treatment plant uh, broke down. So for the last six weeks, there's been no clean water to drink in the capital of Mississippi. Keep in mind, Mississippi has top 10 worst health care outcomes for children, top 10 uh, worst education, top 10, uh, top 10 everything. Right? It's crazy. It's crazy. Not into politics, but I am into people. And I just feel as though our people should be taken care of a lot better. Just to be clear, in wealthier areas, they, they did all right with their water. I wonder if <laughs> there isn't some parallels between HBCUs and uh, resources. Shoot, you, you know darn well there's a parallel with HBCUs and resources. Underserved and overlooked.
What do you do about that? You're here. That's what I do about that. As if the water crisis weren't enough, last season, Sanders was hospitalized with life-threatening blood clots that had formed in his leg. Did you have any idea at the time how serious this was? No, not whatsoever. Sanders had to endure nine surgeries. Two of his toes were amputated. A chunk of his leg was removed. He spent 23 days in the hospital, and when he returned to his team, he needed help moving around. Everything's going good, man. Twice a day, his damaged leg is rubbed to get the blood flowing. A towering athlete in American sports, who once darted and dashed into the end zone, who played in two Super Bowls in one World Series. We didn't mention that? Yeah, he played Major League Baseball, too. That man may never run again. I had my turn. Now I'm helping someone else dominate theirs. Though Sanders now limps noticeably and struggles to stand for an entire practice, his ambition persists. Full speed by the ball. Do not stop until you hit his whistle. The entrenched college football powers are getting nervous. It's one thing for Sanders to recruit his sons, Shiloh, a defensive back, and Shadur, the star quarterback. Check me out, Mom. Throw me that hat. But heads really swiveled last winter when Travis Hunter, considered the top-ranked recruit in the country, switched his commitment to Jackson That's State fucking from awesome. Florida State, where, That's ironically, awesome. Sanders starred in the 1980s. What changed your mind? Uh, Coach Brown, he just let me know how big of an impact I can have on the people, and that's one of the things I want to do. I wanted to shine a light on, on our people and shine a light on HBCUs. He gets people, it. people, you mean? Yeah, African-Americans. He gets what it. What he was going to do was He normal. gets it. That's been done. Big-time recruit going to a big-time school. But a big-time recruit chooses to go to Jackson State? Oh, that changes the trajectory of so many other kids. Now they're saying, hmm, if it's good enough for Travis to go there and play, it may be good enough for me. So that's a game-changing decision that he made for so many. Disruption. That's it. And he gets it, right? He absolutely understands the, the, he understands the assignment. Regardless of where he goes from here, it doesn't matter. He's like, he's established himself as this icon. And he'll go down, in, I think me personally, I honestly believe he'll go down in history as being one of the most well-received coaches. Most uh, Might not like hold all the accolades for most winning or uh, longevity, but he's, he's, he's given us the blueprint, right? He's giving us the blueprint. Right? It's he's giving us the blueprint. Um I'm interested to see how things work out for him. Uh if he if he moves on after Jackson State, it's to be expected. He was just here to give us the blueprint. He served his, he served his purpose. Uh, more power to him. I'm gonna try and cover more stories like this, but for what it's worth, we made it.